Well, hi there, fellas and gals, and anyone else who happens to be tuned our way. I'm Uncle Charlie, welcoming you to another Children's Bible Hour story time. And we have an exciting story ready for today with lots of sound effects and an interesting lesson as well. Let's get right to today's story. It's called The Drop-Off. Keith Roberts lived out in the country. Usually on a snowy Saturday morning, he and his brother would be enjoying their sleds and toboggan. But today, Cal had some problems to do for school, and Keith was putting the final touches on a model car. The tantalizing aromas of good food circulating from the kitchen told them what their mother was doing. Then Keith heard his father drive up to the house, returning from a trip to town. Suddenly... A strange noise made him look out the window. Then, excited by what he saw, he leaped to his feet, knocking over the model car and shouting, Cal, come here quick! Dad bought a snowmobile, a red one. Really? Where is it? Look, right out there. Yay! That's great. Did you know about it, Mom? Yes, I knew. We were surprising you boys. Good deal. Come on, Keith. Let's get our jackets and go see it. Dad, Dad, where did you buy the snowmobile? <laughs> well, how do you like it, fellas? Let me ride it, Dad. Well, let's give your mother the first ride, Keith. I'm as excited as the boys are, Jim. <laughs> where will we go? Oh, we'll just take a short turn over the back hill and around. Come on, hop on. Can I be next, Dad? Will you show me how to run it, Dad? Huh, Dad? <laughs> Later, Keith. Later. Here we go. Well, it was an excited family which finally stopped for lunch. While they ate soup and sandwiches, the conversation centered around their new source of fun. Can't we go on longer rides, Dad? Like over Harper's Hill? Well, we'll run over there for a while this afternoon, Cal. I hope it isn't too crowded. Will you let me drive it, Dad? Uh, not yet, Keith. You have a lot to learn before I let you go alone. But why? I see lots of kids younger than I am driving them. Yeah, Betty and Johnny Clark drive their snowmobile all by themselves. Really? They seem so young. Let's face it, boys. Snowmobiles aren't toys. They can be lots of fun if they're used right. Now, I want to be sure you know how to handle ours before I let you take it by yourselves. They aren't hard to drive, are they? No, they aren't. That isn't the problem. It's using your head and good manners that counts. These things can tip over if you're not careful. I'd run it through Vincent's field. There aren't any hills to tip on there. Ah, and that's another thing. Vincent has planted hundreds of small trees in that field. A snowmobile would destroy them. I haven't seen any trees there. They're only seedlings, boys. The snow has covered them. We must respect people's property and just ride in the public areas or where we have permission. I still think I'm old enough and smart enough to handle a snowmobile. Well, I'll have to be the judge of that, Keith. When you're ready, I'll let you. What about the men who have accidents with them, Dad? Well, that should warn us all to be more careful. Right. Many people go racing through areas where they've never been before, and some have been seriously, even fatally cut by barbed wire. We don't want you hurt, so just listen to your dad. He knows what's best. But we'll be careful. 
We're not little kids. <laughs> People sure haven't changed much since Bible days. They still want their own way. You know the story of Moses leading the children of Israel through the wilderness and how God provided for all their needs. He sent them food from heaven, but they weren't satisfied. They wanted meat. And God finally let them have meat, and they learned a lesson the hard way. When they got the meat, they were sorry. It made them sick. You see, boys, God wanted what was best for them. And I want what's best for you. Now, please, trust me about this. The boys took their dad's advice and stopped begging to drive the snowmobile. They had good times riding it, and soon he taught them to drive it, though he always went along. One day, their Uncle Roger brought his snowmobile over, and the four of them went to a wooded area for the afternoon. They were having a great time until their uncle drove up to them and said, Say, Jim, we need a mechanic. A snowmobile broke down over the hill. It just quit. They can't get it started. Come on, we'll run over there. Okay, Roger. Hey, just stick around here, boys. We shouldn't be gone long. Okay, Dad. Hurry back, Uncle Roger. Look at the snow coming down. Great, isn't it? I hope it snows all winter. Come on, Keith, let's build a snowman. Nah, I don't feel like it. Hey, let's take a ride. Just around here. We'd better not. You know what Dad said. He'll let us go alone pretty soon. Maybe even today when he gets back. Huh, it'll probably be dark by then, and we'll have to go home. Come on, Cal. It won't hurt anything. We're big enough to handle it alone. No, let's show Dad we're big enough to trust. He should trust us to run it by ourselves. I'm going to go for a ride up that hill and back. So long, Cal. Boy, this is great. I'm going to take that next hill, too. I'll take just one more hill and go back. Oh, here comes Dad and Uncle Roger. I've got to get back. I'd better turn around here. Oh, no! Well, here we are, Cal. That didn't take long, did it? Hey, where's Keith? Where's the snowmobile? Keith took it, Dad. He just said he was going over the hill and back. But... But he didn't come back. Which way did he go? How long has he been gone? He went up that hill over there just a few minutes after you left. Let's go find him, Jimmy. He can't be too far. Cal, you wait here. We'll be right back. Uh, there isn't any sign of him anywhere. Let's go see if he got back, Roger. Okay, I hope he has. That snow is covering all the tracks. When the men returned to Cal, Keith wasn't back yet. Cal was getting tired, cold, and worried. It seemed so strange. Keith said he was just going over the hill and back. Where could he be? 
Uh, we'll have to get more help to look for him. I hate leaving you here, Cal, but in case he gets back... I know, Dad. I'll walk around to keep warm. Ah, that's a good boy. Let's go down in that valley where we saw that group of snowmobiles. We can get them to help us search. Okay, Raj, and let's pray as we go. It's getting dark, and there are no tracks to follow now. It's certain that he either lost his way or he had an accident. Come on, Jim. Uh, let's go back to where Keith started. We'll look for a sudden drop-off. That could be what fooled him. Right, he wouldn't know how to handle that yet. Over there, Raj, to the left. I see it. There's a big one. We'll try it. Might be he wasn't looking straight ahead when he came to it. Hey, there, down below in that clump of shrubs. Turn your light on it. I see it. Keith was found at the foot of the drop-off, pinned beneath his overturned snowmobile. He was hurt, cold, and ashamed. When they got home, he found it very difficult to look at his father. I'm I'm sorry, Dad. Of course you're sorry, Keith. But what I want to know is why did you do it? I was doing all right till I went to turn around. I saw you and Uncle Roger coming back, and I got nervous trying to turn around and get back ahead of you. I didn't see the drop, and I turned right at the top of it. I was really scared when I tipped over. I thought you'd never find me. Mm -hmm. Well, you can thank the Lord that we did find you, Keith. It wasn't easy. It's a miracle that you aren't hurt worse than you are. I know. Don't scold me, Dad. I had plenty of time to see what a fool I had made of myself. I thought I was big enough to go alone. But I should have been big enough to be trusted. As a Christian, Keith, you're never big enough to disobey. The next time you're tempted to do what you want to do, ask the Lord Jesus to do what is right. He's there to help you every time you need him, son. Where could I go? Where could I go? Seeking a refuge for my soul.
was quite an exciting story, wasn't it? I've ridden on a snowmobile before, and they're lots of fun, but they can also be very dangerous, just like my motorcycle that I enjoy riding. Now, where did Keith make his mistake? Well, Dad summed it up, I believe, early in the story when he told Keith, people haven't changed much since Bible days. They still want their own way. Dad went on to tell the boys about the children of Israel who didn't want to listen to God or to Moses, but kept wanting their own way. And many times the children of Israel had to pay the penalty for their unwise choices. And of course, Keith disobeyed his dad, didn't he? And the Bible tells us in Ephesians 6, 1, children, (laughs) and I believe this is for everyone who still lives at home with their parents, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. And when we disobey our parents, guess what? We're also disobeying God himself. Time's up for today's visit. We're so glad for the letters that come our way, letting us know you enjoy these daily storytime programs. If you'd like to write, my address is storytime. P.O. Box 1, Grand Rapids, Michigan, 49501. Storytime, P.O. Box 1, Grand Rapids, Michigan, 49501. Bye now. (laughs) 